0: Gordia, as somebody that I used to know. Hey, that's our program. Matt McQuinley coming up very shortly. We've got the news and then Matt with Changing the World with David Moran, his very special guest. See you next week, folks.
1: Radio Italia Uno. Sono le diciotto. Italia Uno News. Buongiorno dalla redazione. Gli esteri in primo piano: 10 persone sono state uccise, 15 sono rimaste ferite in seguito ad una serie di accoltellamenti in alcune remote comunità del Saskatchewan in Canada. Due persone sono ricercate per gli attacchi, sembra sferrati in maniera casuale. La polizia ha chiesto ai residenti della zona di usare la massima cautela e rimanere, se possibile, in casa. Per il premier Trudeau si è trattato di attacchi orribili e scioccanti. Il capo del governo ha inoltre espresso la sua vicinanza alle persone che hanno perso un proprio caro. E E a quelle che sono state ferite.
2: La questione del gas sempre al centro del conflitto russo-ucraino e la Cremlino paventa una grande tempesta globale per l'Occidente e accusa i livelli record del metano, sono frutto delle scelte europee. Il e portavoce Dimitri Peskov aggiunge che la Russia sarà in grado di preservare la macro stabilità. Mosca annuncerà misure di ritorsione dopo la decisione dell'Unione Europea di sospendere l'accordo di facilitazione della concessione dei visti con la Russia dopo aver. Ricevuto una notifica ufficiale. Intanto il prezzo del gas schizza a 275 euro ad Amsterdam dopo lo stop del gasdotto Nord Stream.
1: Un terremoto di magnitudo 6.6 ha colpito la provincia del Sichuan nel sud-ovest della Cina. Lo rende noto l'USGS, l'Istituto Geosismico Statunitense. La scossa è avvenuta alle 12.52 ora locale, ossia alle 6.52 in Italia, e ha avuto l'epicentro a 45 chilometri a sud-est di Kangding e a una profondità di 10 chilometri.
2: Coronavirus, il sottosegretario alla salute Pierpaolo Sileri in un'intervista alla stampa dichiara il covid continuerà a circolare e a diffondersi come tutti i virus influenzali. Siamo in una fase di transizione dalla fase acuta a quella di una comune influenza. Possiamo dire che la peggiore di tutte le influenze quindi alcuni soggetti devono ancora proteggersi. In ogni caso ricorda Sileri i soggetti fragili e quelli che hanno più di 60 anni restano i più esposti ad ammalarsi con il rischio di ricovero. Accade anche per l'influenza mettendo sotto stress gli ospedali. Bisogna evitarlo con il vaccino.
1: Migranti maxi sbarco a Lampedusa dove è arrivato un peschereccio di circa 12 metri che è stato sequestrato dalla Guardia di Finanza con 238 persone a bordo di nazionalità egiziana, siriana, bengalese e palestinese. L'imbarcazione partita da Zuara in Libia è riuscita ad ormeggiare al molo commerciale e i migranti, quasi tutti giovani, sono stati aiutati a scendere dal natante dalle forze dell'ordine.
2: Formula 1 2 su 2 per Max Max Verstappen nel Gran Premio di casa ma questa volta la vittoria e la campione del mondo se l'è dovuta sudare in una sfida con le Mercedes in parte condizionata da safety Cars secondo posto per George Russell per la Ferrari di Charles Leclerc che era scattato dalla prima fila terzo gradino del podio al termine di una gara nel corso della quale la scuderia di Maranello ha commesso alcuni errori ai box che sono costati l'ottava posizione al traguardo per Carlos Sainz davanti al quale hanno chiuso Hamilton per Perez Alonso e Norris. Era l'ultima notizia a più tardi.
3: Now on Radio Italia Uno it's time to change the world with Matt McQuinley. The energy, the
0: faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly
3: light the world. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, canceling cancel culture, discussing and listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, business, history, and more. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Right now on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Welcome, I'm Matt McQuinley. In the last week, I've talked to four different fathers who are very close to me personally who all have children that are struggling to help, love, and support people their children with bipolar disorder. It seemed to me like I was being steered to utilize this platform to hopefully get the word out on this issue, to help in some very small way those who are struggling with bipolar disorder and the issues and challenges that surround it for both the sufferers as well as their loved ones. And by extension, hopefully today we can help shine the light on and help others now know that there is hope and ways to tackle mental illness issues in general. Luckily, I happen to know David Moran, who's CEO of Mental Health Partners, who has trained over three thousand people in mental health and has used mental health his mental health skills honed over forty years to save the lives of many South Australians. His organization trains companies and individuals in what he calls mental health first aid. We're going to hear about that in a little bit. But first, David, uh, welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
4: Uh, yeah, thanks, Matt, and uh, a very good evening to all your listeners out there. And I uh, really appreciate you having
3: us. Oh and, well, we're um, the one. I'm the one that's lucky, but thank you for saying that. <laughs> 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 you know, I I know uh, how you're handling the weather. I, for South Australians, this is really cold. I, I I like to talk about that because I'm from Chicago. So it gets to minus minus fortieth Celsius where I'm from. So I, I love to hear South Australians whine and complain about how cold it is. Could you do that for my amusement, please? Uh,
4: no, I'm not going to. Oh. to, to watch the cold. I'm sitting here in my shorts and T-shirt, as is my normal routine. Oh, okay. My wife uh, is, a, is a cold sufferer, though, and uh. Uh, if she was here, she would uh, – Absolutely, definitely this for you, but mm. no, I, I really
3: like the cold. Yeah, I shouldn't have showed my cards. I would have had more fun there. <laughs> yeah, it, most people aren't as uh, silly as they look, but I am. Yeah. Well, David, uh, being serious here for a second, I, I know from others that I've talked to in the last year or so that about 1% of the world population and about 3% of people in the United States are currently diagnosed as bipolar. And there's yep. about... F- the last number I heard was about 568,000 Australians struggling with it. And I was reading a recent study on suicide uh, that pointed out in a given year that people with bipolar are 10 to 20 times more likely to attempt suicide. And 30 or 40 to 40 percent of them self-harm, and 6 percent of them in a 20-year span are actually successful um, – actually, I probably couldn't call it successful – because um, it's not successful, but they finish in complete suicide. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, one yeah, thing I... Yeah, don't use the yeah, word
4: successful. We yeah. use either died by or yeah. completed. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's... Yeah, it's not definitely an award you want to get. Um, I... Uh, but one thing I want to say from the get-go, and I'm talking a little bit more than I normally would and, and should with somebody of your caliber, but I'm just afraid because there's so many things to talk about today that I, I, I want to impress on the audience today that this is a challenge that affects not just the average person or the below average person, but it seems to almost target our best and brightest. And and so many people are s- struggling and suffering silently. Um, people, Some people that struggle with bipolar disorder are actors and actresses like Rene Russo and Mel Gibson and Catherine Zeta-Jones and Carrie Fisher and Linda Hamilton and musicians like Kurt Cobain and Mariah Carey and Shana- uh, Sinead O'Connor and Brian Wilson and Frank Sinatra and and so on and so on and so on and even beethoven struggled with bipolar disorder i mean artists like van gogh and jackson pollock and politicians and leaders like winston churchill and even a prime minister of australia uh john Curtin, jesse jackson in the united states jesse jackson jr sorry and patrick kennedy and business big big wheels in business like ted turner and renee rivkin and Scientists like Isaac Newton, I mean, who we all know from high school, was the father of modern scientists and and the creator, discoverer, whatever you want to call it, of calculus. Writers like Hemingway and uh, and Edgar Allan Poe and Charles Dickens and and just on and on and on. So our scientists, our politicians, our writers, our entrepreneurs, our entertainers, our artists. So many key people in our society are struggling, like I said, sometimes even uh, silently with this challenge their whole life, Uh, and uh, it's just, I think, important to raise awareness and and to focus on it. And and with the advances in medicine and education and tolerance that we have today, it seems to me as a layman – that we've never been in a better position to help people with this disorder, disorder, and 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 help them get the quality of life they deserve. So, David, to start off, I mean, can you tell us actually what bipolar is? Because there's a lot of misunderstandings and and, and uh, about what it is and 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 yeah. how it, and, and all that.
4: Yeah. So, um, bipolar, uh, in a practical definition, is a serious, lifelong condition. It features pronounced mood swings, and that's um, why the name bipolar is there, because it's bi. The moods can swing in either direction, bi mean two, and it they swing to enormous extremes. Um, a lot of people in our audience tonight may recognise that it used to be called manic depression, mm-hmm. that we no longer use that term because the manic described the very, very large highs and the depression the very, very large. Um, low lows, but now we use bipolar In Australia, uh, I heard you use a lot of figures uh, before, just to give you the very latest statistics that we have. Um, 2.9% of Australians aged between 16 and 105 uh, live with bipolar Mm. today, and that equates to around about 568,000
5: people.
4: Mm. Okay? Bipolar is largely inherited through genetics, but there's a lot of study going on about that and how that happens, because the truth is we don't know. But what we do know is that if you have bipolar, it can normally be traced back through your lineage. Um, And if you're living with bipolar, um, there are chances that that can be passed on to your children. If you're worried about that you need to go and see a genetic expert who can explain all that to you. Um, The triggers are not always well known. Stress is definitely a a significant trigger. Other life events like pregnancy or loss of partner, those sorts of things are highly engaged in the triggers for bipolar. and illicit drug use. So, any of the drugs, including alcohol, that um, people are using can trigger bipolar type events. The typical treatments, medication is normally described by either a psychiatrist or a very experienced GP, but that is always alongside psychological therapies. So, counselling, medication, um, meditations, mindfulness, and one of the things that we do know is most important is that the person living with bipolar and their family and friends get a thing called psychoeducation. Psychoeducation is the education that is received that it actually informs you about what's happening to you. Because of your condition around your condition and allows you to understand yourself better and allows family and friends to understand understand themselves better mm. so I hope that helps
3: mm I, I read once that there's two different types of bipolar disorder w- I'm what sorry, are they I did not hear that Matt. i I read once that there's two different types of bipolar disorder um Can you tell us so, about that
4: yeah, sure so um, I just wanted to mention one other thing before I do that. Sure. Currently there's no cure. Once mm. you've been identified as somebody who lives with bipolar, that condition can be well managed. In fact I've got two people on my staff that live with bipolar. They're trainers, their family members, their parents, their you know, partners. They live a good life, although they live with bipolar. Um, and they understand enough about themselves to live a good life for most of the time. Yes, they are unwell at times, but they can live a good life. So the two types of bipolar are bipolar type 1, and that is typified by all the things you would expect. Very, very high moods that we call the manias, and then very, very low moods that we call the depressions. And those things can fluctuate very, very quickly, like over the space of a few minutes or half an hour, or they can take days, two or three days to swap around. And they can last for two, three, four days at a time, or they can last for an hour or two at a time, depending on the person. So, for instance, uh, one of the people in our team, Graham, his moods tend to last two to three days, Uh, the other person who lives with exactly the same illness, her moods tend to last for not more than one day at a time. Mm. And then, so that's bipolar type 1, very, very, very high, very, very low. Bipolar type 2, you still have very deep depressions, but the manias or the high moods tend to not reach much more than what an a average Australian's mood would reach in when they're feeling quite well about themselves. And therefore that condition bipolar type two is quite often misdiagnosed as depression because they have very deep depressions and their moods are not much higher than normal when they're high. And therefore they're typically diagnosed as depression but it's quickly corrected and diagnosed as bipolar because if they start medication for depression, that will not help them. It will, in fact, make it worse. Mm. The medication they need for bipolar is significantly different. So that's a good indication that, uh, that people are experiencing bipolar type 2, not just depression. So they're the two main types. There is a third type; it's very, very rare. We tend not to cloud the atmosphere by talking about it too much. Mm.
3: So this this type two that you just mentioned, um, but how would they? You know, it, it, it's such a subjective thing. Mate, somebody's I've, I've m- lost you again. Oh, okay. Sorry. You. Can you, do you hear me now? Well, we're having some technical difficulties, but. That's that's great. Can, you got you got me back. Okay. All right. Fabulous. Yep. I was just going to ask real quick: this type two depression, uh, or not depression, uh, bipolar disorder. It, it seems difficult for the person if they've got it to know because I, I know you said that if they take the medication, they get worse. But yeah. you know, but they can get worse anyway. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's, so yeah. how do they, how would they? ever figure that out? I mean, it's kind of like, like I, you know, they don't know what good is because they've got the challenge. So how do they figure that out?
4: Yeah, it's very, very difficult. And in fact, the, the person with bipolar type two that works for us, it took her, you know, more than 20 years to get a proper diagnosis because every time she felt really, really bad, it was very obvious to everybody.
6: Mm Mm-hmm.
4: And every time she felt good, most people were saying, oh, she's having a good period because mm. you know, things would be pretty much like normal. But there were small signs. So, for instance, she always, when she was having her up mood, she always had unbounded energy. And I'm talking energy that prevents sleep. So she would not sleep for two or three days. Mm. But quite often, people don't tell others about that, and that's why it doesn't get noticed. Um, she would do things like try to paint the whole house in a day, and quite often succeed. Mm. Or she would um, invite, you know, everybody she knew around for a meal on the weekend, spend two days completely awake, not sleeping, preparing everything, doing all the food, and then not be able to appear at that meal because she had then dropped into her depression. So there were small signs, but it is extremely difficult. And this is why we always encourage people to use trusted, known resources to get their information. So there's fantastic information at bipolar.com, Australia.org.au and there's also great information um, through treating professionals but you need to find a doctor who specialises in bipolar and that's not easy to do. Mm -hmm. So there are tricks around that and that's the sort of thing that we can teach people um, when we educate them.
3: Wow, that, that's fabulous, uh, and, and I just want to echo that as anybody that's listening that has any challenges like this or, or any other mental uh, illness challenge to please uh, seek the help. There are all kinds of organizations that we're going to talk to after this break uh, that can, ha- that can uh, give some advice and some help. But it's, uh, right now it's 6-19, and we're going to hear more from David Moran in just a little bit.
6: Staring at the ceiling, making friends with shadows on my wall. All night, hearing voices telling me that I should get some sleep because tomorrow might be good for something. is on the train. And I know, I know they've all been talking about me. I can hear them whisper, and it makes me think there must be something wrong with me.
2: Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Angela, hai presto, dobbiamo iniziare mercoledì
1: dalle
2: alle Non ci manca niente. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions. Your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you'll receive a free 250-gram bag of freshly roasted
0: coffee beans.
2: You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all
0: things caffeine.
4: Radio Italia 1 invita i propri tesserati, ascoltatori e sostenitori a rinnovare la tessera annuale Amici Radio Italia 1. L'invito
1: è esteso anche a tutti coloro che non sono mai stati soci sostenendo così la radio. Il vostro sostegno è essenziale per mantenere sempre viva
4: la voce di Radio Italia 1 che vi giunge direttamente nelle vostre case. Radio Italia 1, la radio del futuro, la radio della comunità italiana.
3: Radio Italia Uno. You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. We're back with David Moran, CEO of Mental Health Partners. Uh, In the last session, we discussed a lot of things, but uh, we ended up talking uh, about uh, type 2 of bipolar disorder, and uh, it's difficult, very difficult uh, to diagnose because the uh, the the depressions are deep, but the highs just don't get very high. And I, I, I found that very interesting. and And uh, David made the great point that uh, you need to seek professional help and see and, and see a doctor that specializes in that area if you feel that you're having challenges. But it seems, and I want to turn this back to you, David, uh, it seems that there's a lot of misdiagnosis in bipolar, uh, especially in the past, and even in mental wellness in general. Can you talk a little bit about that?
4: Yeah, you're absolutely right, Matt. Uh, One of the, the things that is extremely difficult for people with all mental illnesses, but especially bipolar, is the fear or the anxiety that gets developed around going to see somebody, Um, and it's normally brought out of things that they don't know about themselves. So quite often people with a mental illness will think, as my son did, my son lives with a mental illness, and... I actually asked him one day, can you help me understand why you won't go to a doctor about this? And he said, well, it's simple. They'll discover that I've got this bad mental illness. They'll put me on these medications, and those medications will change
6: me. Mm.
4: Now, I was then able to tell him, look, you know, one of the truisms that I know about mental health is medication is not the best treatment for the illness you have, but he was convinced it was, and we were able to then talk about that and figure out how to get past it. Some mental illnesses, medication will be required. You know, talking to people and saying to them that, yes, you might need to take medication, but that won't be the only thing that you're going to be treated with. You'll be treated with lots of other things other than just medication. can sometimes be very reassuring. Um, We hear stories of people saying, well, um, I went to somebody and they didn't understand me. I tried to tell them about myself and they just went, oh, well, yeah, great, take these tablets, see you later. Mm. And that doesn't help. And it's true to say that most doctors don't understand bipolar and don't understand much about mental illness Um, but that's not the end of it there are great resources out there to help you find these things so in the break while you were playing your song I did a search using a system we use um, to find out what the current situation is where I live and I put in that I'm an adolescent person with bipolar disorder Um, I need to be treated for free because I can't afford to pay and I need treatment this week and I must have a female doctor who is an expert in bipolar disorder and I put that it must be within five kilometres of me here in South Australia and I put my suburb as being an inner southern suburb in South Australia, Mm -hmm. and there's free results who can see me, these psychologists who can see me this week for free.
3: Mm. So how would somebody listening uh, utilize that kind of a tool? Where would they start looking?
4: Yeah, well the first thing they need to do is is get some education about what are they looking for, Mm -hmm. because if a person has no knowledge of what they're looking for, then you know, they need to get some education about themselves and the sorts of feelings that happen, get some understanding, and, you know, then be able to go on to these types of tools. And this is all public information. Um, the tool I'm using is called Find a Professional, and it's on the Beyond Blue website.
3: Find a Professional and um,
4: Beyond Blue. So it's Blue. not a secret. Okay. It's it's all public information. Mm. Um and put in things about themselves. Now, I put in about one of the trainers that works for us because I know her situation. And I got three results of psychologists who
3: could see her this week for free. Mm. You know, I just just want to make it, easy as possible for anybody that's listening because obviously if they're in their low and they're depressed, then, you know, it it can seem, I mean, it's hard, yeah, it's so hard for them to even take a shower. So, you know, getting help, I mean, you know, so we're also talking directly to anyone that's listening, uh, you know, that has uh, friends or relatives or acquaintances that might have these issues because... You know, sometimes, I mean, so, you know, if they can't get dressed, yeah. I mean, I, I don't see how they're going to get yeah. on the internet and find, you know, someone yeah, to go to, to Beyond
4: you know. Blue, click on the tab that says get help, and click on the tab inside there that says find a professional, and it'll take you straight there. Mm-hmm. And then it's a matter of sorting through what you know about yourself and what you want to get. Like I put down, I want to see somebody this week, and I want to see them for free. Mm. So I got three results in the area that I said. Now, if I put down that I want to see them within the next month and I'm prepared to pay, there would be 50 results. Mm. It all depends on what is about you that you need. Um, and, you know, if a person thinks, oh, it all sounds too complicated... There's a service in Australia operating right now that will do all this for you. They will just contact you, you contact them, and say, look, I need help finding help. And they will support you and help you find that help. So for your listeners, that's just go to SANE, S-A-N-E, and then look for, on their website, go... Um, You can even type the whole thing into Google if you want. Just type in SANE, S-A-N-E, Referral Hub, and it'll take you straight there, and they will be able to have people help you sort through all these services. And Mm. the total cost of all that is zero. Mm. There is no cost. You know, this is one of the, the biggest problems that we find is people don't understand that there are a lot of us out here trying to help. Mm. And it doesn't necessarily cost anything.
3: Mm. I totally, I mean, I've seen that a lot in my own life where where you were talking about your son who did, who didn't want to go in and get help because... Yeah. Uh, you know, they're going to think, oh, uh, now you're blacklisted or, or whatever. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the service, I mean, God, you know. And the thing, again, I just want to stress that, you know, I mean, the shame that's associated with it that, the, that people feel, I mean, our best and brightest have these issues. So, it, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to pretend it's a badge of honor if you have these, but, you know, almost. You know, it, it, I mean, it, it's because it just seems like a lot of these illnesses are are, are to people that are, are gifted, um, at least to me. I mean, am I off on that or?
4: No, um, quite often, especially bipolar. And one of the most famous people in the world had bipolar disorder, Robin Williams, mm. um, uh, a very famous person here in Australia. Is with bipolar and her name's Dr Meg Smith mm. and she actually helped develop uh, Bipolar Australia. She helped develop uh, Mental Health First Aid Australia. Mm. She's an absolute wonderful um, warrior to support mental health and she's a lady who lives with this illness herself. So people who often... People who live with these illnesses are extremely high achievers Mm. in different parts of their life, even though they struggle with these conditions. So, you know, it's not, you know, people who experience these conditions don't have to think, oh, well, it's all bad. It's not. Um, Yes, you know, let's not lie about it. Some days are going to be horrible. That's the truth. But some days can be great as well. And if you get the right support, you can have more of the okay days and less of the shit ones. As I said, one of my trainers, a lovely man by the name of Graham, I have full permission to share his story with everybody. He lives with bipolar. He denied it for years and years and years. And all that did was make him worse. And now that he works really, really well with all of his um, support teams, his family, his carers and his treating professionals, he hasn't had a serious incident of depression or mania for many years and he works for us and when people meet him and understand what he's been through, they get a a really good understanding that even though these illnesses can be
3: horrible, it doesn't have to be like that all the time. Wow. Well, that's some great insights. We're going to talk a little bit more in the next session with David Moran about uh, the impact of uh, being a loved one uh, of someone sh- struggling with these issues, uh, how they can – you can get support yourself if you're one of those people and how you can support your loved one. So it's uh, 637, and we'll be right back.
6: I always say I love you.
2: Always remember us this way.
5: Yeah. But a sun sky. Ho-
2: mio ogni martedì mattina dalle 7 alle 10 con Vincenzo Rullo solo su Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM Calipo Foods dal 1983 lida australiano nella vendita di distribuzione di una vasta gamma di generi alimentari tra i quali il prosciutto Spears dal gusto unico e delicato al palato Innovazione, professionalità e forte rapporto con dipendenti, clienti e fornitori fanno di Galipo Foods uno dei distributori più grandi, rispettati e premiati in tutta Australia. Galipo Foods, stima, fiducia e qualità.
3: Radio Italia 1 you're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, eighty-seven point six FM. We're back with uh, David Moran, uh, the CEO of Mental Health Partners, uh, warrior for helping others uh, and uh, with mental health issues. And we were talking in the last session about uh, you know how to get help. Uh, for people that might have some mental health challenges and how important that is. But I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, how people that are caring for loved ones with these kind of issues uh, can get help, support, and maybe even strategies to help their loved ones as well as strategies to protect themselves. So, uh, David, can you talk a little bit about those topics?
4: Sure, so for people living with with people with mental illnesses, whether it's bipolar or any other, the first and most vital skill you can develop is listening. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, here in Australia, and look, I include myself in this, we are awful at listening. We really, really are terrible. And it was only once I learned just how bad a listener I was that I could get better at it. And one of the key skills to listening is not assuming anything. So I'll just give you a small example so that becomes clear. Quite often you'll talk to somebody and they'll say back to you, I feel really sad or I'm in pain. And we will just skip straight past that and go, yep, I know what pain means, I know what sad means, so I'll just keep leaving. I'll ask another question or I'll do something else or I'll tell them how my pain feels or whatever. And this is a mistake, a very, very bad mistake. The best thing you can do for a person with any mental illness is listen to them. And when they say, I feel sad all the time or I'm in pain, ask about that. Say to them, can you help me understand what that pain is or how that sadness is for you? Anything like that. Do not ask why. Why are you sad? Why are you in pain? They probably will not be able to explain that. But ask the what, hows and when. What is it like for you? How does it feel to you? When did it start for you? And then they can open up and tell you about it. And they might say, oh, well, it feels like a disaster to me. Don't make the mistake of thinking you know what a disaster is. Ask them about it. When you say disaster, what do you actually mean? Can you help me understand that? How does that feel? And they will explain it to you and you will get an understanding of exactly what that person feels like. And once you know, then you've built up a level of trust with that person that you're not going to freak out. You're not going to go, oh, well, you need to go and see a doctor or any of these things. And they will talk to you more often in more depth and you will learn more about them. And that is a great thing for a carer to do Is quite often that's enough. I'm helping a man at the moment who lives in the Riverland and he's got multiple issues. He's got extreme physical pain alongside extreme mental pain. And he says to me, it's just nice to talk about it. He knows I can't fix any of his problems, but it is nice to talk about it. It's nice to share. It's nice to know that somebody's going to understand and not try and fix me. So that's the best and most valuable thing that you can do. The second thing you should do if you're caring for somebody is look after yourself. You must be the best you can be to help somebody else. So you looking after yourself is actually an act of generosity, an act of kindness. So look after yourself. If you don't think you can do that yourself, there's plenty of organisations that can help you do that. And again, most of these organisations are free; they're not going to charge you anything. Um, the best one in South Australia is Carers SA. You can just look them up on the internet; you'll find them, and they can offer you help. And the third thing that I would highly recommend for any person who's living with somebody with bipolar or any other mental illness is get some self-education understand these illness for yourself so you know what's happening to your loved one or friend or family member and I can tell you from experience when I learnt how these things effect, my son, my grandson, my workmates, I became a better father, grandfather, and workmate, and that's what you want to be.
3: Mm.
4: Wow. So, so again, I hope that helps.
3: Oh, my gosh, that's such powerful information, and and not just for mental illness, uh, it, just for life. Uh, That was a great point that you made. Uh, We're going to hear from David here in just a couple minutes after the break. It's uh, 6.48 and you're here listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley.
0: Our independence is everything. Brazier Mobility has been creating independence for people for over 30 years. Brazier Mobility specialises in tailored vehicle solutions to keep you active, ensuring your vehicle modification suits your needs, offering you unlimited freedom. Brazier Mobility boasts a team of highly skilled technicians working in a state of the art facility located here in South Australia. No compromises are made when it comes to client satisfaction. Call them for a friendly chat on 1800 Brazier or visit their website braziermobility.com.au. Brazier Mobility, creating independence.
1: Sono Nicola Care, credo che gli italiani all'estero siano cittadini italiani con gli stessi diritti dei cittadini residenti in Italia. Mi impegnerò per il reacquisto della cittadinanza, per finalizzare un accordo o l'accordo di sicurezza sociale in Nuova Zelanda, per l'accoglienza delle nuove mobilità in Australia per la ristrutturazione dell'aira, che così chiaramente non funziona e per migliorare i servizi consolari per maggiori investimenti nella promozione di lingua italiana nel mondo dammi fiducia, vota PD e alla camera scrivi Care
0: Hello, I'm Peter Salono Please join me on Happy Business Radio every Monday 2-3pm on Radio Italia Uno We have lots of fun with very interesting guests We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1,
2: 87.6 FM. Romeo Foodland, al servizio della comunità da oltre 30 anni, con onestà, cortesia e professionalità.
1: Prodotti locali e importati di alta qualità, a prezzi imbattibili.
2: Antonio, Lisa, Romeo e figli ringraziano la clientela e vi invitano a visitare i loro supermercati, incluso il negozio organico di Nord Edalive, dove riceverete gratuitamente i consigli della naturopata.
1: Romeo Foodland, dà valore alla tua famiglia.
6: How does it yeah.
3: Specio Pasta Borrello In diversi formati 500
2: grammi 3 dollari e 49 Olio coppa d'oro Vegetale 4 litri 14 dollari e 99 Passata di pomodoro Sole Natura 700 grammi 1 dollaro e 49 Gnocchi Siena 500 grammi 1 dollaro e 79 Caffè Lavazza Oro 17
3: dollari e 99 Al chilo Del Romeo Foodland Study Croydon Rose Warren Kilkenny, Gamble Town, Salisbury East, Magu, Rostreva, Atherstone, Lockless, Moisson Light, and Port Adelaide.
2: Radio Italia Uno.
3: You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, it's been a great show, uh, and we've got a little bit more to share with you. Uh, David, um, you were talking about – the. Th- I just want to recap those last three points because they were so powerful, uh, you know, that, that you need to, the, to help someone with bipolar. The keys are to listen, look after yourself, and get some self-education. What is the one, th- one thing – that's most powerful that you would like the listeners to carry away uh, from our time today?
4: Yeah, look, I I think that they're not in it alone. What we hear, and I'll just give you a, a very, very short story. I heard I was doing a men's health night last Friday night, and I heard a young man With a family member of somebody with a mental illness, you are not on your own. Please know that. And if you need help and support, um, a couple of the things that I've mentioned tonight uh, can go a long way to providing that support. And as a last thing before I go, I'll give you our contact details so that if anybody needs anything at any time, they can be in touch with us and we can support them
3: and what are those details david
4: so if you want to contact us through the internet you just go to mental health partners you must have the s on the partners .com.au that will bring up our website and then through there you can get access to a lot of support or so you can just contact us through there whatever you want to do we also have a phone number that you can ring that is the mental health partner's phone number and that is a mobile number zero four zero two seven four nine eight five zero. 749 850 so if you're interested in anything that's been said tonight and you think yeah I'd like to hear more about that I'd like to educate myself I'd like to hear some more about those supports um, you can contact us through any of those, and um, we'd be more than happy to help you.
3: Let's hear that number one more time because if you're like me, always grab the pen that doesn't have ink <laughs> and miss the phone sure. number. Let's hear it one
4: more time. So the, the company phone number is zero four zero two seven four nine eight five zero. 749 850. That monitor gets uh, that. Um, Number gets monitored all the time. So if anybody rings, you will either have it answered straight away or you will get a message back straight away. So that that's so a twenty four hour number. You know I'm sorry?
3: That's a twenty four hour number?
4: Twenty four seven, Wow.
3: So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just impressed okay. with the yeah. level of uh yeah. service and care. And
4: as I said right at the very beginning, anybody who comes to one of our education sessions is provided with information about how to be in touch with all of these resources, and they're magnificent. There's so many hundreds of people out there that are really doing their best to help people with mental illnesses. Um, and and we'll give you 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week access to all of these resources, and you know, the very vast majority of them are free and and accessible right now. Um And we also give you 24-7 access to us so that if you ever are in a situation where you're just saying, I don't know what to do next, at least you've got one phone number that you know is going to be answered and can point you in the right direction.
3: Wow, that's wonderful. Again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, David Moran uh, from Mental Health Partners. The company's name is Mental Health Partners. Uh, If you... Would like to utilize him as a resource i, I He comes highly recommended i I want to thank you David today for uh, being on the call or on the phone with us and uh, continuing to make a, a big impact on people in South Australia. Thank you again. Uh-huh.
4: It's pleasure, man. and again, thanks for having me on, and a uh, very good evening to you, and a very good evening to everybody listening.
3: I want to thank Mark Aston for uh, paneling for us today, and most of all, I want to thank you for listening, uh, all of you. Uh, without uh, our audience, we're nowhere. So I want to leave you with a few thoughts here. We might do it a little bit differently than what I normally do, where I leave you with an inspirational message. But some of the things that David said to me struck a a chord. And the first thing that I want to really pound home, I want to make two quick points with our time here, uh, is it reminded me of a story I heard long ago where a fellow was walking down the street and he fell into a deep, deep hole. And he tried to climb out of the hole. He couldn't. The walls were far too steep. And a priest walked by, and he yelled up to the priest. He said, Father, Father, please help me. Help me out of this hole. And the priest wrote down a, wrote a prayer on a piece of paper and threw it into the hole and walked off. Then the next time, uh, minute or so later, a doctor walked by. And the, and the guy said, Please, please, doctor, help me. And so the doctor wrote him a prescription, uh, on a piece of paper, threw it in the hole and walked off. Then one of his friends walked by. And he said, buddy, buddy, come on, help me out. Get me out of this hole. And his friend jumped into the hole with him. And he said, man, what are you doing? He was The, the guy was shocked. He said, what are you doing now? We're both down here. We're both in this hole. And his friend said, well, yeah, we're both down here. But guess what? I've been down here before and I know the way out. So I think that, you know, one of the great things that David pointed out today is seek the help from somebody who's been where you are, and you can get to where you want to be. There is big hope in that. So remember...